alopecia areata. This one I chose first mainly because I have been seeing this a lot and I actually have autoimmune disorders myself. I have two of them. Um, sorry, I have celiac. And so I see a lot of people come with me because they know I understand autoimmune disorders through experiential living myself. And you see this quite often and it's an autoimmune disorder that causes the hair loss on the scalp in parts of the body. So it can happen on your chin, your legs, your eyebrows, and there are patches. Um, Gassan, you want to talk a little bit about that? Uh, yes. So alopecia areata, as Carrie says, it's an autoimmune disorder. And this is actually, we thank, like we thank our hair to give us a sign uh, that is a visible sign what is going on inside. Uh, it could be worse than it's just simple area that is lacking hair. It could be even like, um, like autoimmune disorders are, um, it's not my specialty, but autoimmune disorders are very scary one. It comes because we can't actually, um, it's very hard to treat. Uh, but yes, alopecia areata, as you can see here, uh, the hair follicles kind of disappear in a in a in a patchy way. And when it comes to the hair, like when it's on the scalp, sometimes it become it will seem like one patch. Sometimes it will be seen like two or three multiple patches. This is not contagious, guys. Some people think that this is contagious condition, but it is not. The hair follicles it themselves weaken to a point that they died, and. If depending on the severity or when did this alopecia areata started, it can be reversed. If it is in the beginning of it, when you tame your, your immunity, when you figure out the autoimmune disorder that caused that part, then the hair follicles, if they're not that 100%, with microneedling, with some stimulation, it can, it, it will, it can, it can revive some of these follicles and they come back again. Otherwise, if this, if, for example, if this uh, part here on a scalp, on a, on, a, on a lady, scalp micropigmentation is a great solution for that. I perform scalp micropigmentation on patches like this, but scalp micropigmentation cannot be done on a, on a patch that is red or newly formed. It has to be... Um, it has to be there for many, many years that we know it's a secretion alopecia already dead. Then we can cover it up and the lady's hair can cover, can like, you know, camouflage it over that part and it will be camouflaged nicely. But yeah, yeah. this is what I can say about alopecia areata. And now with autoimmune disorders, like I know it's, uh, a lot of people don't know everything about autoimmune disorders, but for myself with it, I found what my triggers were internal and emotionally. So I know for myself, I will have, I could be triggered and my psoriasis will flare up. And so I find with a lot of autoimmune disorders, once you find out where your trigger is, whether it's stress of losing a job, having trauma, or it could be having something that you ate. For myself, I know dairy and gluten is a common trigger for me to flare up. So I go in there with a, with um, with mindful thoughtfulness for my body and be like, okay, is it worth having the cheese? Because I'm going to have a reaction, but you got to weigh it out. And most autoimmune disorders are like that. They have a trigger that will induce it, whether it be emotional or an intake trigger that will cause and cause that inflammation. And it's a matter of just taking that time and understanding you, your triggers and analyzing you. And remember, guys, it's not a one size fits all world. And I find a lot of times they say, oh, this is your trigger. This is your trigger. But you really have to sit and understand yourself and figure out and kind of 
analyze your own self and analyze what those triggers are um, that might be inducing it. So, you know, reverse engineer when things happened. Okay, so we know that alopecia areata takes about such and such time. What happened in that time frame before that, that might have triggered that? Did you get in a car accident? Did you have a loss? Did you have a high amounts of alcohol during that time? What was the trigger? Change of medication. And then you could kind of start figuring out and start making an analysis of what triggers the alopecia areata for you. And it's an autoimmune disorder. It's, it's one of those things that once you understand your body, you could help control it a little bit more. Um, Sergio, what do you have to say about that? Yesterday, I had a little girl. She was about a year and a half. And uh, she was brought to me from New York. And the thing is, uh, I uh, completed a epigenetic test on her. And her immune response was off the chart. So one of the things that uh, we encountered that we discovered during the evaluation process was that uh, she was lacking on vitamin C, vitamin B5, and inositol. And one of the things that the uh, test was showing us that, you know, that little girl should stop eating <laughs> things like chicken, okay, and uh, 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 grapefruit, uh, I would say, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the little uh, um, fruits that is green, uh, uh, grape, grape, yeah, grape, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, my Spanish starts to kick in, guys. This is an international show, so <laughs> let me let me tell you that one right. <laughs> and, and, and many other foods, you know, that that little girl should avoid in order to get the immune response into balance. Because you see, with alopecia areata, it's very different for uh, in every case. It doesn't show the same way. It will not show the same type of food intolerance on every case. So it is quite unique. And because it is quite unique, it's very hard to treat um, on, on a clinical level. Now, one of the main features that we usually see with alopecia urata is the inflammation. We will start seeing inflammation. So one of the things that we want to tackle into the process is to reduce inflammation and to get the immune system to work with us, not against us. And that is why microneedling is such an important part of a treatment with alopecia areata, especially with kids. I see tremendous growth of hair very fast because we are working to basically uh, doing the, the, the key unlock thing, you know, trying to figure out the exact route for each patient. And as we go through the process and we eliminate those things that will not work, then we start adding things that will. And of course, well, we start getting hair back. So it's an amazing process, but it's very tricky, very hard type of alopecia to treat. So uh, I would say to the people who are watching, do not get discouraged if you have been treating alopecia areata for years. Uh, and if you just had it uh, recently, uh, get ready for the round because uh, alopecia areata can sometimes be very difficult. About 70% of patients who experience alopecia areata for the first time, uh, they will only see it as a once-in-a-lifetime event. But there's a 30% of them that will see it as a reoccurring event. So you have to watch out for those.